Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Glitters of Life podcast. Glitters of Life podcast is a place where we uh, bring out the episodes which will inspire you, educate you and entertain you as well. I am I'm your host Rohit Kokne and in today's episode we have a very special guest with us. She is Meghna Kulkarni, a former uh, badminton player, I would say, a podcast host as well, an author as well and the mindset mentor. So Meghna, welcome on the show and I'm really happy to host you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here. It is my pleasure. So Meghna, how has been life for you? Life has been phenomenal. That would be my answer because anyone who asks me the question like how's life, I would be like it's phenomenal especially with the last 2 years the transition that I've gone through. I would just say it's phenomenal. I couldn't have asked for anything more. such an enthusiastic way to define that particular because then i am always curious to know about the life of people and how they are reacting to it so it brings out the quality of thoughts it brings out the emotions and the kind of strength people need so you have been into the uh, professional circuit with respect to badminton you have played on the like national states international as well so uh, what was the kind of journey you had and what were the learnings that you took from that particular journey Well I think this goes back to when I was 9 years old I started yeah. playing when I was you know 8 or 9 years old and there was no plan of me competing or you know becoming a professional player so I remember one fine day uh, we used to get those boost rackets if you remember you know like yeah. purchase boost and then you get those two rackets right so that's how my journey started uh, in my lawn I used to play in the garden and then I realized one day while i was playing with my sibling that i'm so terrible in badminton i'm so bad and then my elder brother used to always piss me off by saying that you're so bad at it like you don't even know how to connect and i think i was just like what 6 or 7 years old okay and immediately after that uh, i remember me challenging my brother saying that one day i'm going to defeat you in this sport you just wait and watch it was just a childish behavior but then one year later summer camp i remember going up to my mom and saying that i want to enroll myself into badminton i just want to play the sport i don't know what is there for me but i just want to go there and play so i guess that's how the journey started every day you go attend the school after the school you go you play you come back do your homework and that's that's all my life had been for at least first two years and then um you know when i was under 10 that has been my first competition i started competing when i was uh, 9 or 10 years old like immediately after one year of practice yeah. so that's where the journey started of me becoming a pro athlete there was no focus of you know focusing on maybe nationals or international but just go with the flow and since i come from a non sporting background Uh, it was very difficult to convince that oh you want to go at a professional level so we just went with the flow and uh, one thing led to another so in school we used to go for like taluk level then district and then you have states you get selected you go for sgfi nationals and so on but now after sgfi there's khelo india also so like yeah. we didn't have this back in the day so this was one side of the sport then there was other side which were like the private competitions which you go again the same you win the districts states you get selected you go for the national championships and stuff so overall it was like 12 plus years of professional journey along with education that is you know i pursued science and then engineering uh it was difficult it was challenging 
but it was fun it was a roller coaster ride and if i had to tell about what i have learned from sports i would say there are many things yeah. that sports has taught me i just cannot pinpoint like these are the 10 points or top 10 things or 15 things you know it's just it would be cruel but one major thing that sport has taught me is how to manage failure in public very true at a very young age when you have been humiliated in public and you don't know what to do with it and it's not just once but it's multiple times and when that happens you have a completely different perception about life so i guess i would wrap up with that sports has taught me everything but the major thing is about failures amazing megna i could relate to the every word which you said because then i have been a badminton player myself as well i used to represent my school i had played uh, on the taluka level as well but then we had no infrastructure because then and as you said like we have to study as well and then uh, look after the other parts uh, of that particular sport so it has also developed me as a person where i could feel that it has changed my life as well because then i got more competitive i used to play with a kind of a attitude which used to be mm-hmm. always like i should be winning that but then uh, it is a part of the game either you win or you lose so that is how we have to face it and that was tremendously great so you are always curious about uh, the human behavior as well so uh, how do you see to that particular element because then uh, knowing about the human behavior and the psychological uh, aspects of a particular person or the way you mm-hmm. are evolving as a person takes a lot of uh, toll on yourself as well like you have to think a lot of about that particular topic so uh, what made you to think about those particular topics and what made you the kind of a person where you feel that you are the mindset mentor for the people right now okay so my journey of i would say manifesting psychology into my life started back in 2020 okay when the pandemic hit and we were all given an opportunity to sit at home and go inwards I started my journey with meditation. I had a book called The Beginnings which was been written by Brahma Kumaris. I started reading few chapters. I did not understand the rest of the book but just maybe a couple of chapters and I started doing meditation every single day. And what happened after 2 to 3 months of consistent meditation is it uh sort of brought a very different behavior in me. You know, I started feeling like I was going more inward. I was becoming more aware of myself. that is where i started questioning everything that happened in my life so far okay. at least in the last 15 years i was questioning every single thing like why did i go to the school why did i choose science why did i choose engineering or why was i been given an opportunity to even be a professional athlete so when i started observing all of those thoughts and uh, you know starting ex- uh, i was accepting the fact that you know all these opportunities were given to me I was also same time feeling stuck in life because um you know I was 23 and I didn't know how long covid would exist yeah. I didn't know how long I would compete and I didn't know anything apart from sports although I did have an engineering degree but I was not interested in engineering I was not interested in you know like 9 to 5 job that was very crystal clear right from the day one no jobs so I was like what do I do Okay so I started exploring everything. I went into, you know, taking courses when it comes to data science, data analysis, everything and I realized that this is not the thing for me. Then I remember in the month of I think October 2020 is where I was feeling anxious. 
I was having panic attacks. I was oh. depressed and I felt now this is the end. Like, what do I do from here? That is where I think after two, three days where there was this initial, you know, just small belief that kicked in me by saying that whatever you have gone through in life is for a reason. So if I have to quit sport, there's something that I have learned. There was a reason why I was a player. There was a reason yeah. why I have learned all of these things. I don't know what it is, but I, I know it is for a reason. So my interest towards psychology happened because I was stressed, anxious, and depressed. I wanted to understand why I was depressed, why I was anxious. And that's why I pursued various coachings and certifications when it came to psychology. That's where I realized, wow, I'm really good at this. I mean, I really understand human behavior and the empath, empathetic person that I am. I feel I can easily connect to people. So what I really did was I have experience in sports. Plus, I'm interested in human behavior. I combined all my talents together to then call myself as a mindset mentor by taking various certifications and getting into spirituality and all those modules. Wow, that is a great mixture of everything that you have learned over the period of time. And yes, I can agree that there are certain circumstances that makes you to learn those kinds of uh, like aspects of our life as well. Because then unless and until uh, anything doesn't happen to us, we won't be able to take those steps. And then uh, those moments uh, actually count in our life. And I'm really proud that you have faced those situations with quite a toughness and then overcame those particular situations with your uh, liking towards the human behavior as well. Because then uh, you are a kind of person, being a sports person, we always have that, like, I have to get up, I have to rise up and then shine again. So kudos mm. to you for uh, living that particular moment as well. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. So Meghna, uh, I can see that uh, you had a total inner transformation because then for you, it means a lot. And you always try to uh, like um, educate people around that, like how you can develop that particular mindset for the other athletes as well, because then you are into the mentoring thing. So what is inner transformation for you? And how do you look at that particular word? Because then it is not just about how you transform yourself, but it holds a lot of deeper meaning to that particular inner transformation. So how has been that particular journey of inner transformation? Well, uh, the inner transformation journey, again, it started for me in 2020, as I said, you know, it started with meditation and many things after that, you know, it was not just the meditation, but, you know, I got into a habit of reading books. Uh, I started watching a lot of personal development videos. Uh, I was anyways keen towards psychology. So I think my life was revolved around positivity. Everywhere I listened, I watched people talking, everything was just positive. It was about attitude. It was about visualization, the words, the thoughts, belief system. All of this was just being like bombarded on me for like six to eight months. And I think six to eight months is quite a long time for your subconscious mind to get reprogrammed. Yeah. So when I was constantly into that, I didn't even realize that that initial transformation had already started. I didn't know that it was only until the external people saw that, you know, she has changed her behavior has changed. The way she's responding has changed. So I think the inner transformation really starts, at least for me, it started when I was low in life, 
when I had lost all hopes in life, but there was one belief that I am born here for a reason. And I don't know what that uh, thing is. I don't know why I'm born, but I need to find out why. When you answer that question or when you are in the quest towards that question, I think those answers will start coming to you. And that is where the, the initial kick towards inner transformation begins. Great. Because then we all have that particular moments where we feel that now this is the kind of attitude we should be having. This is the kind of a moment that we have to own because unless and until we don't know, like, as you said, that it already started kicking in subconsciously and then you made it an attempt that you actively change fortune for yourself. So that is again, a great way to look at it. And if we have to uh, like tell our audience without any filters, like, would you like to share about those setbacks? Would you like to share about what were those moments that caused anxiety or depression in your life? Yeah, sure. So um, I started my engineering when I was in 2014. Okay. And I think though from 2014 to 2020 have been like the lowest moments in my life. There has not been a single day where I was like 100% happy with myself. And why do I say this is because uh, I got into engineering, I got into electrical engineering, which I was totally it was not my choice. So it was really bad. It was messed up. I was staying in hostel, you know, the food and then the professors and then I did not enjoy the subject. Plus, I had a lot of health issues. And then uh, I wouldn't say it was one, you know, everything was just the external issue. But it was also my issue that, you know, I got into a wrong company, I had uh, uh, toxic relationships, and everything was just so messed up in those six years that uh, my personal life fell apart. My professional life fell apart. Of course, my badminton career also fell apart. I used to barely qualify to the main draw, which is, uh, you know, so not me compared to my previous performances. Yeah. So when life hits you hard in all your areas at once, you reach that rock bottom stage where you start questioning every single thing. The mistake that I did was I did not question. I just felt that I am lost. I am done. There was no hope. That is where I decided to end my life. And I remember in 2017, I had a severe injury and I had to withdraw my name from three upcoming internationals. Oh, So that was the only hope in my life, but I had to withdraw that because of my injury and that hit me really hard. So that was the day where I felt like, okay, now I'm gonna commit suicide. I remember I still had a plaster on my uh, right ankle. I'm going up there on the terrace and I'm standing there on the terrace and thinking I'm gonna commit suicide. I stand there on the edge. I look down, I feel nothing. I look up, I feel nothing. But then I just close my eyes for like maybe five to eight seconds, I don't know, but then that moment, there was this inner voice in me that said, be an example. I opened my eyes immediately and I could feel I was scared. I was nervous. I could feel like, what the hell am I doing? So I got down and I sobbed for like hours together after that. And I was just trying to collect myself. So from 2017 to 20, I was still trying to understand myself. I was trying to understand my life. I was just uh, absorbing all the... Uh, you know, criticism that I was getting in the society. Until 2020, the pandemic happened, and I got an opportunity to just sit with myself 
and go inwards so that is where the inner transformation journey started and i'm so grateful i mean i'm sorry for the people who um you know pandemic has hit them really hard yeah. but for me that was the best period of my life because it gave me an opportunity to go inwards amazing megna and i feel that we are grateful to have you over here because then it is always like as you said like you have to be an example for the people out there like how you can fight your fight for your life because then it makes it so special because once you realize your potential we have got a lot of potential and we just have to be quite stronger quite uh, into a moment where we can feel that no this is not the right time to take such kind of a steps and we have a lot of uh, other things to do in our life because then i always feel that what is that moment or what is that particular quality that you own and if you are owning something then you should always be helping the other people out there and there you are helping people to create that particular mindset and uh, taking their game to the next level so very proud of you that uh, you are just come up with the kind of a strength and then guiding people out there so megna um, were there kind of a situations or moments where you felt like, like no i'm doing something wrong uh during that particular phase where you said that nothing was going into your favor and then you did try to come up uh, or you did try to change those circumstances but weren't able to do that were there kind of such moments i wouldn't say there was any such moments because i was not aware of what i was doing i was just enjoying my life negatively okay i felt it was good but it was not good you know the people that i associated with uh, the friends that i made the everything just around me was so messed up that i felt that was right but it was not right so because i was not self aware i did not have those questions in my mind right that can happen because then once you are self aware you know your purpose and then when you know your yeah. purpose you will always take actions towards them and then such situations or such moments won't be there so now if someone gets into such kind of moments like so how they can turn up into that uh, their inner transformation like what would be your advice for them you mean like if someone is going yeah. through a low phase yeah. in their life yeah because then okay every person wants to have that inner transformation taking into their life and how they can have that particular transformation okay so the way i look at transformation or the inner transformation as per my journey that has been as i look at transformation as there is a foundation first and then there are like a certain ladder that you need to climb towards the transformation so the foundation is belief system even though your life is fallen apart you're having lot of crises in your life i agree i feel bad for you i pity you but you are the only one who needs to come out of it stronger you are the only one who is experiencing the pain even though your parents are there with you even though you have siblings cousins friends whatever it is it's only you who know the pain that is why i say believe in yourself that whatever pain you're going through is just a test it is testing you for something big and more bigger problems the more you're fucked up in life the more you're going to get rewarded in life unless you are pretending to you know get fucked up on purpose which i don't think most of the people would want to right yeah. so it is the belief that i've been fucked up for a reason there is something that i need to learn over here and i know this is teaching me something this is a test period for me i'm going to overcome this test period i am strong just have that belief that you are strong 
and this is the test period exactly test period doesn't define the entire life structure is what i feel because then we have to live a bigger picture of our life we have we have a better test to apply or better test to face so that is how we should be able to live and the more harder the test gets uh, the better we perform is what i feel because then we get prepared for that particular situations as well because we know uh, those were the kind of situations now i have to be very well prepared for the next situations which may be worse as well so mm-hmm. if you are prepared for that then certainly our life can get changed so during this particular inner transformation journey we have to figure it out as well like where we are into that particular journey so how we can have that sense of realization that no i have reached to this like 20% of my inner transformation 50% 70% and 100% i don't feel that we'll be having that 100% mark uh, anytime mm-hmm. in our life but then mm-hmm. just to satisfy ourselves we need to ask that particular question so uh, during that particular phase of life how do you see to this particular timeline okay Uh, i wouldn't give a timeline or anything as such but then i'm going to stick with the steps that i was just mentioning the first where is your belief system comes and once you believe even though there is crisis going on in your life you believe that okay this is a test period the next step that you're climbing is awareness you're becoming aware of yourself that oh shit my life is really fucked <laughs> up <laughs> and everything around me is also fucked up so now there's an awareness that okay internally i'm fucked up externally is also fucked up now you need to do something about it yeah so the first is awareness that takes us to the next step which is acceptance accepting that yes my life is fucked up and everything around me is also messed up is because of me yeah. i accept it and once you accept your reality that takes you to the that takes us to the third step which is the internal drive internal drive that means i accept i am aware of my situation and i want to change i want to change because i want to see the best version of me i want to change because this is not my reality i want to change because i'm something much much bigger than what i am today right so this internal drive or the intrinsic motivation that we call takes us to the next step which is building good habits yeah much when you have that drive that i want to change you're going to come up with some sort of habits you know whether it's reading books associating or networking with positive people uh, listening to positive content anything you're going to just build up that habit eventually and these habits help you build a lifestyle and this lifestyle takes us to the next step which is living a high performance life wow and this high performance life is what we call as the internal transformation yeah that is such a beautiful explanation i would say because then i was just all ears to whatever you said megna because i can feel that like even i had such kind of a situations or moments where i was low in my life but then i all what i needed was uh, i could understand myself so that i can take better steps i can be self aware i can uh, be knowing my purpose in my life as well because then it is ultimately we are the ones who are going to take those steps and if you are mm-hmm. not going to apply if you are not going to show up every day then nothing is going to matter in this life and no one cares about you this is mm-hmm. the fact people don't bother about what is your life look like feels like yeah. it is all yeah. that we have to change for ourselves so that mm-hmm. is a great thing now during this particular uh, like the transition period or the kind of timeline we talked about 
we always need a kind of a lifestyle adjustment for that particular thing as well because then mm-hmm. you can't come up each and every day that no this is the kind of way uh, i'm used to live my life and i won't be changing that but still i want inner transformation uh, happening into my life that won't be happening so mm-hmm. do you recommend any kind of a lifestyle adjustment that you need to or someone needs to do and you did even apply to your life as well uh i think the biggest adjustment that i did in my life was just pause pause reflect now i i get it you know for the people who are listening to this it might seem a little creepy because you know if you're busy with a lot of things just taking a pause might not seem uh uh you know possible what about weekends what about yeah. 30 minutes in a day just pause and reflect on your life reflect on your day reflect on what is really happening people say like journaling but then it's not about journaling like hey dear me dear you and so kind of things you don't write those bullshit you know you really go in there and you reflect on your life so for all those you know all the listeners i would highly recommend pause if you cannot pause in life you're just going to keep going and you will never know one day you are just at the end of your life and you will look back and be like shit i did not get time to reflect on my life i did not get time for the inner transformation why because you did not pause so at least 30 minutes every single day is what i recommend definitely that could be a plan because then it is not just about pausing and then reflecting it is all about absorbing what you feel and then trying to reflect through your actions otherwise it won't be happening see uh, we don't have to do anything casually we just have to mm-hmm. see what kind of a transformative approach we have to follow what kind of a transformative element we can apply so that brings in a great transition is what i feel and if a person is trying his or her own way that is totally fine but then it should be a result oriented is what i feel mm mm-hmm. yeah perfect yep so megna moving forward uh, you have been inclu- like inclusive towards spirituality as well so how that uh, particular transformation happened into your life what was uh, the reason that you inclined towards the spiritualism spirituality okay. i would say okay so um firstly i am the sort of person back in the day i was not really into you know so called soul or understanding before life after life and you know whatever <laughs> that sort of thing i was not the person who will go to temples and any of these sort of things like okay i believed in god but that was out of fear not really like i believe in god so my journey as i said you yeah. had any question uh no like i just wanted to make a point here like uh, people should not confuse religion with spirituality is only the thing yeah. i would wanted to say yeah go ahead please Yeah okay so my journey as i mentioned it started in 2020 when i just picked up that first book called the beginning by brahma kumari and i started doing meditation and what i experienced after 3 months of meditation is i had a spiritual awakening experience and that particular day i don't know what happened within me i don't know what i experienced but whatever happened that night might have shifted something in me has cleansed something in me but i remember after that day i was never the same person and why i say this is because after that day i was like more inclined towards uh, you know understanding myself i was more inclined towards understanding not just the physical body you know but the mental emotional this the energetic bodies you know the auras the chakras and there is something beyond us and i wanted to know 
this beyond us? Like, what is this beyond us? Where do I come from? Why am I over here? What is my purpose? Right? So all of these questions started to pop up after the awakening. And I think that uh, series of events after that led me to, you know, understanding my purpose, my soul mission in life and directing me towards a path. Like this is why you are born. This is what you need to do. And, you know, you start connecting the dots. And I think the journey started because of me getting into meditation. Amazing. Like we always have to know what lies uh, ahead in our journey. And through that particular spiritual awakening, awakening, you always will be able to figure it out. Like uh, what is the deeper meaning of our own life? And to figure it out, you just have to dwell into that particular situation. And not many people will be having such kind of spiritual awakening. Uh, it is a quite a deeper topic to talk about. And <laughs> for having that spiritual awakening, uh, you always have to take uh, better approaches because uh, yeah. people uh, always feel curious about like how I can have that spiritual awakening. But then it is not all the time that you get into such moments and feel like now I'm awakened. Now I'm able to <laughs> know myself better. You just have mm. to see what suits your best uh, and then work ac accordingly into their life. Yeah. Now uh, you have played on various levels uh, that we earlier talked about the international states, nationals as well. So there were might be a situations where you felt like, uh, do you want to play with that particular opponent or not? Or something around that because mm. uh, it is a part of a game. A player might be better than you or you will be better than that particular player so were there any thoughts of like feeling the fear versus going out there and just playing your best games or like uh, if such kind of situation happens like how was uh, the kind of mindset you had during those particular times well going back to the day when I was a junior I think sub junior or junior athlete I was quite just go with the flow sort of player like just go enjoy that you have given your 100% during the practice now, this is your arena. Just go, bash, play, come back. No regrets. So I was that sort of a player, at least up to under 17. Okay. I think under 19 and senior is something that has uh, hit me really hard because that is the moment where you get to know that there's something called as pressure. There's something called as anxiety. There's something called as fear, performance anxiety. You start listening to all of these words and you yep. do research on it. And then you'll be like, oh, shit, I do feel that before the competition. Because you know what? Every other athlete feels that. And if I don't feel it, what the hell am I doing? I'm not an athlete, right? So I think because of knowing too many things, I actually started subconsciously manifesting those things within me. And over a period of time, that led me to a process where I had performance anxiety before every single competition. I used to overthink every single opponent that I used to play. And this, this has created hindrance in me performing my 100%. Great. Because then I have been myself the victim of uh, like performance anxiety is what I would say. Mm. And every time, like even right now with respect to podcast, I would feel that because then uh, it always makes you a better person. You always get a chance to improve yourself. And we all should face that particular situation because then... Uh, Unless and until you don't play that particular game, you don't uh, like exercise or something around that particular domain, you won't be able to realize like where you are lacking, where you have to put in improvements, where you can excel because then mm -hmm. uh, our game, game gets stronger day by day. And we just have to realize that, you no, know, take a day as it is and then move forward because that is how uh, I have learned through my life by playing badminton because it always starts with love all play. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
So Mingna, how has been this conversation with, uh, like, how are you feeling about this episode? I'm feeling light, to be honest, you know, like I've had a long day and I was really looking forward to this because A, I did not prepare and <laughs> we, we, had always, we had always thought that let's just go with the flow. And I'm the sort of person where I've shifted from preparation to just going with the flow. And I've seen that going with the flow is always the best. So I think the way you conducted it as a host, I highly appreciate you because you just created that comfort zone for me to just, you know, like, okay, just be yourself. Yep. Just talk, just be yourself. There are no particular questions that we are going to ask. Let's just go with Definitely. it. So I really like that about this episode. Yes. Now moving forward, uh, we are not stopping. By the way, audience might be feeling that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, as a player, uh, there is always a moment into our life. Because then we all have to play that particular game at that particular moment, even while exercising or like preparing for that particular game. So uh, how do you see moment as a, like a physical, emotional, mental thing for our inner transformation? Because then when we try to move our body, when we try to move our body parts, uh, it creates a sense of emotion. It creates a sense of feeling that something is happening within us. And mm -hmm. what kind of inner talk that creates during that particular uh, situation. So what is your outlook towards the moment thing? Uh, moment in general, like yeah. sports or just in it general? It would be moment. in general, like whatever we are doing. See, if we go for a walk, we might be feeling that, yes, we are a refreshed person. When we are playing okay. a game, we feel that, no, we have to put in more energy. So movement in a, a, every way. Okay. So I'm going to connect to moment in terms of dance because I'm very much inclined towards Kya it. Baat? <laughs> Are you into that? No. <laughs> okay. dance, I can. <laughs> okay, that's great. <laughs> so uh, I look at dance as something where, uh, you know, my inner child comes out. Okay. And that is where the best version of me is hidden, I feel. So I dance to, you know, express myself, to get out those emotions whether it's the lower emotions like anger, frustration, you know, grief, whatever it is, plus the higher emotions when I'm feeling loved, I'm feeling compassion, compassionate and, uh, you know, feeling grateful. All of these things, you know, it's just like music and moving your body it just gives you a different sort of uh, feeling. It gives you different sort of emotions that comes out. So I would say it is the inner child in me that comes out. It is the emotions in me that come out. It's the true authentic me that comes out when the music is being played when I'm moving my body and especially the free flow you know you're not just preparing for some sort of dance it's just the free flow you can see I'm actually dancing while talking about this <laughs> okay so uh, yeah it just brings out the best version of me when I dance so coming back to your question about movement you know it it depends upon the way people look at it so if you're going to look at it as exercise, oh God, I have to do it because my doctor has told me to do it. You know, it's not going to work for you. But if you're going to do some sort of movement, which helps you bring out the best version in you, you're just going to enjoy that workout. You're going to enjoy that movement. You're going to look at life as, you know, life is a dance sort of thing. Yeah. Amazing. We all should be having uh, such kind of activities or the additional things that you should be doing into your life. Because then, uh, like right now, I'm more into cycling. Early morning, I go for cycling. And then uh, at times, I feel like I'm performing or like I'm kind of an athlete over there. Like, mm -hmm. Jojita Vaisikandar ka scene yada jata hai. Exactly. Sanju changed the gear. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. 
so in a way movement will always transform you movement will always help you and you should be able to find what uh, creates that particular moment uh, like movement into your life so to create that particular moment have some kind of movement and it could be anything like right mm-hmm. and yeah. i would like to put an add another point over here is when you said about movement you know just like a formula movement is equal to energy flowing let the energy flow in your body so please take your ass off and go move <laughs> <laughs> also whatever you studied in engineering stays into your mind is what i feel <laughs> fees not wasted <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah So, uh, Meena, we always have uh, this kind of a dysfunctional thinking into our life. Like we won't be able to change ourselves, and we won't be able to transform ourselves as well. Because then, certain kind of moments, certain kind of situations, we always get stuck into, and we feel mm-hmm. that there is no way out. If anyone mm-hmm. is trying to help us, we feel that they are a kind of person, or they are kind of people who are just uh, doing their kind of a thing where they don't want to actually change our uh, like they don't want to change us but then they are just pushing us so what are your thoughts with respect to dysfunctional thinking dysfunctional thinking is again due to your belief system you know you have a certain belief that has been said that i cannot change because of this i cannot uh, do certain changes because of this you know because i believe something is the reason i cannot change yeah you need to change your belief system you need to train your subconscious mind that's the only thing you cannot change you cannot transform you cannot do anything is your belief system that is the limiting belief that needs to cut down it's just your belief perfect because then we all have to uh, keep this point in a place where that you are not confusing uh, belief system with something uh, about like the low confidence or something you just have to set your bar high and just believe into yourself is what i will be taking from yes yeah yep now coming on to the uh, last part where we'll be having this rapid fire and then i have a very unique oh. question to ask you uh, just okay a, okay a simple uh, rapid fire things uh, so the first question is like who was the best player you played with and what was the result about that particular match <laughs> <laughs> i am thinking okay this is this is a very uh, okay the best player i played against uh, i think it was sindhu bharatwaj i don't remember the year it was my south zone selection match in bangalore yeah great on scale 1 to 10 how good you are with keeping secrets 7.5 okay what about those 2.5 <laughs> <laughs> uh, depends upon who are these people around me great okay what's your uh, favorite clothing brand brand yonex <laughs> you you asking about sports or uh, in general it could be anything i would say it's h&m okay good one <laughs> okay that was all and now uh, i have this very unique question to ask you we are on glitters of life podcast where glitters of life is something uh, that uncovers on us the stories of the people uh, who are the change maker of this particular century who wants to create a positive impact into people's lives is what i feel uh, with through their thoughts through their uh, whatever they are doing into their life so how would you define glitters of life for yourself and for the people out there okay so glitters of life right okay 
So when I heard the name for the first time, Glitters of Life, the vision that I had in my mind was, you know, these beautiful stars in the sky, they're just sparkling. And then uh, I'm just looking up at that sky and I'm like, I am part of that universe. And that universe is part of me. So what I really mean by this is the glitters, you know, it's the spark in you. The spark is there within you. It's not out there. Each one of us is looking for that inner transformation. But what we are really looking or what we are really in search of is that spark. We are in search of that glitter that is there inside of us. So go within yourself. And who knows, one day you might find that spark. You might find that glitter. You may not just change your life, but you might change everyone's life. That was so special. Thank you for defining that in your own fashion. And people might be able to relate to this particular thing as well, because then uh, for each and every person, it means different. But then the feeling is mutual is what I feel. Mm. Yeah. So Meghna, it has been a great conversation with you. I thoroughly love this particular conversation. And I would just want you to say a few words about your work that you are doing right now, because then if someone is wanting to reach out to you, how you can help them and in what way they can reach out to you. Sure. So um, as you all know that I've been a former professional athlete and I've been into psychology as well as energy healing. Today, I help professional athletes as well as non-athletes transform their life. As you know, I'm a mindset mentor and I'm also a healer. So you can reach me out uh, on Instagram. That is athletemind95. And um, you can get connected to me over there and we can just take it on to WhatsApp and see how things work further. Definitely. Uh, the Instagram link would be in the episode description. People might be able to reach out from there as well. And thank you, Meghna, once again for being uh, on this particular show. I uh, loved this entire conversation and I wish you very all the best for your future endeavors. And I feel that you should be able to play again uh, is what all we can expect for uh, in any way, like whatever circuit you would like to play. But then again, don't stop playing and keep changing lives of people. Thank you so much, Rohit. It was uh, so great to, um, you know, just be there and just go with the flow. Thank you so much for making this Sunday such an amazing day. I'm really looking forward for this week. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Take care. Stay happy Bye. and stay healthy. I wish you the same. Thank you.